Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. The Move Forward Party unexpectedly won the Thailand general election on Sunday the 14th of May, and it seems likely to form the first non-military-backed government since the 2014 coup. Move Forward will form government with another opposition party, the Pui Thai Party, which is led by a member of the Shinawatra family and had been the predicted winner. Move Forward are widely seen as the most progressive party in this election, as they've been willing to engage with unions and even place union leaders high on their ticket. There is still a long road ahead for the Move Forward party to form government, and the balance of forces may not necessarily mean that they'll be able to reform some of the most repressive laws in that country, namely the Les Majeste law. There's also the ever-looming threat of yet another military coup. On today's program, I speak with Thai activist Junya Lekjibraset, who still remains in exile in Finland, but possibly things might be looking up for Lek. So the opposition yeah. party, the Move Forward Party, emerged as the largest party in the lower house of parliament after Thailand's general election last week, last Sunday. Why is this significant? I think this is kind of like a unexpected and surprise and uh, fearful <laughs> for for Thai people because we wouldn't imagine before that this uh, result like it would out this way. And that move forward party, uh, which uh, in the polls, like even before the election, was like a the self-offered largest party that would win. But at the end, they come first. So, yeah, I think it's uh, kind of like a very positive pride for many of the people in Thailand. I think it's not just for Thailand, but I think for all of the democratic countries uh, in ASEAN and in a lot of world as well. Does this mean that the Move Forward Party is going to form government or is there more processes from here? They already start forming the government uh, and they already signed a mem- memorandum of understandings with uh, eight uh, parties, which was former opposition to the dictatorship by youth governments, you know. And so they already signed the MOU. Uh, discussions are now going on about, like, you know, what is the coalition's government will be look like. They all agree to nominate uh, Peter Lim the leader of Move Forward parties, to be third minister of Thailand. So that's the situation now. But lots of hiccup along the way, you know, that is, that's why now I'm very active in Twitter, you know, for post comments on the political situation in Thailand, yeah. So part of why this is so significant is it's the first non-military government since the 2014 coup. How do you explain the turnaround in um, society, in the, in the Thai um, populace that this has happened? It's not just uh, like becoming the first government, you know, to win after the 2016-2016 military coups, 
it's just that uh, this move forward parties is kind of like a new generations of politicals uh, or politicians uh, how to say uh, move of uh, people the like politicians uh, movement in this like young brother compose a lot of activists trade unionists and young uh, generations of uh, professionals in on aspect so in that sense um it's kind of like a new it's phenomenons uh that thailand they will have such uh groups that have diverse in terms of the backgrounds and in terms of the the uh, professionals and also represents uh, different sectors in the societies the the labor wings also very strong you know that it's kind of like a one of the very uh, strengths of the move forward party is coming from the labor labor sectors like trade unionist sector as well well that's a really good point that you made because um mm. move forward party is being seen as progressive uh, partly because it is standing up for workers rights but there's another argument that says that's opportunistic and that the move forward party really isn't that progressive uh, they just took the opportunity to um, make progressive policies to win the election but really they are a business party a laissez-faire um, economic party like all the others mm, no i think i think in the look because people never see in uh, the kind of like a political parties that carry on a left uh, agendas before yet in that but for me when we look at it and see it and i just shared today on my facebook of one of the work that the parties promised to immediately uh uh what you call this process is they're going to push through 45 draft of uh labor uh, of acts and laws that actually one of the so if they do that you know it will really uh, change uh, a lot of the what you call it uh, dominance uh, dominations of the uh, bureaucrats and the uh, elite in the thai society so yeah yes they that they, they did prove that they are not just kind of like a uh, yuppie uh, snobby young people who does not work for the past four years they actually working with different uh, sectors of the society the trade unions uh the land movement uh the indigenous movements the youth you know for the and the environmental groups you know so they actually work and open up and prepare so so now when they win the election they already have some kind of like a realistic uh agendas of 45 laws that need to be changes and on uh like if you're working with the ngos and uh, with the so social sector you know that these are the problems uh or the problematic laws in thailand and they are changing that for the labor sector they are fixing the block that to make labor movement in thailand trade union in thailand become uh, progressive they have uh we propose to change these two laws, which is Labor Relations Act and Labor Protection Act. And I look at it today and they are acceptable and they are good, you know. So so in that sense, uh, we see that they they are prepared 
and they are not going to just giving kind of like empty promise, but they already have several practical plans of what they are going to do. Well, is amongst the laws that they're going to reform the Les Majeste laws? Uh, one, yeah, one of the strong aspects which we hope that they can uh, now in Thailand they have a hot uh, issue now because uh, move forward parties is known for provocative in terms of like uh, about the monarchy institutions about the uh, fixing the not just the Les Majesty law but also the National Security Act, the uh, Computer Crime Act, and those who have been used as a tool to silence the populations. Actually, they have 11 uh, drafts of laws that would change, uh, uh, in, uh, that, would, uh, that they need to propose change, which this will eliminate a lot of the interventions of the police and the military in the freedom of expressions of the people. Uh, also, unless majesty, you know, if this law is changed, the restrictions of how the law can be freely used by anyone like now will be changed into the hands of the of of the loyal, you know, of the loyal households, be the one who responsible. So yes, uh, those those are something, and they are now facing a big uh, challenge because the elite, the definitely the palace involved, and the military try to stop or prevents the move forward party to be taking the positions of the chairpersons of the uh, parliament, you know. Uh, so that is a big debate that we have been going on in two, three days now in Thailand to try to, uh, what you call it, fight against the elites, uh, uh, militarists or the loyalists. And uh, even the Pur Thai party, the second largest political party that with election also, try to propose that they are the chair of the parliament, which we don't trust. That's why people have been uh, provocatively and articulately to say why Move Forward Party must be the chair of the parliament, because they know that if only we Move Forward Party that uh, can open the floor uh, for changes in the like traditional uh, governance or traditional parliaments procedure into uh, accommodate more new uh, proposals and new ideas and uh, and respect this kind of like uh, of, uh, what you call it uh, not to just stick to protocols and you cannot talk with the king or anything but to open up for all kinds of uh, changes that uh, presents by the representative of the people. Well we'll come back to the king in a minute but I want to ask you yeah is it amongst the proposals then to reform the Les Majeste laws, the cyber libel laws, all of the laws that are being used to um, suppress dissent and resistance to repression? Um, in addition to that, will they be releasing all the people that ha are currently in prison under those laws? Have they said anything about releasing the prisoners? Yeah. They have this in the yeah, among the 11th draft. Uh, the the number 11 is they going to come out with the app of the uh, immunity act. You know to immunity Im, uh, to immun what do you call that immunity acts uh, regarding of the political prisoners. So they have that, but then with the the oppo the the block or the uh, opposition they will got to implement this is that 
the more loyalists, you know, the generals who are still in the parliament will block them from impunity to the less majesty, like, you know, the uh, less majesty political prisoner because they regard less majesty as not political prisoner. I think this is something to be debated, but from what we see, the move forward party involved, you know, include less majesty prisoners or those who are uh, being charged or made to exile because of less majesty under this immunity act that they are going to propose. So what does that mean for you, Lek? Are you going to finally be able to return to Thailand? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, this is one of the first time, actually, to be honest, this is one of the first time I feel that, wow, like uh, the chance to go back to Thailand might be uh, feasible. You know, in the past, I never think about that. But this is also not something that uh, I will decide soon because I have some missions that I'm doing now in Finland and in Germany. So even though there is a, there is a lift or and cancel of or less majesty charges against any people, I still uh, stay in in Europe and in Germany, uh, you know, to uh, continue with the work that I'm doing in Germany. Yeah, particularly we try to get the legal procedure that uh, prosecute the king of Thailand uh, for his crimes against the humanities for his crime uh, that, uh, you know, the, so many crimes that he did, particularly crime uh, against the humanities, the conspiracies, the uh, involvement of the disappearance and assassinations so many of political exiles, some of those. It's really, really difficult works and I I'm not sure, you know, that I will succeed, but this is some missions that I want to do to help Thai people and also to make sure that even the king have to be uh, like, you know, well, be able to prosecute it if he do something wrong. And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. On today's show, we're analysing the extraordinary election result in the Thai general elections that were held on Sunday the 14th of May. And my guest is Junya Lek Impraset, a Thai activist currently living in exile in Finland. Well, I, I just want to ask you to remind our listeners about your story because you're in exile, you mentioned that, and every time we've spoken to you uh, for the uh, last nine years, you've been in exile. Um, but what were the reasons for your exile and, and when? When were you exiled? Yeah, I've, I was in this, I have decided to apply for asylums uh, in Finland in 2014. But I was in Finland since 2010, you know, tried to campaign for uh, release of political prisoners in Thailand to abolish of least less majesty law and also to stop uh, trafficking of the Thai farmers to pick uh, burlies in Finland and Sweden. That, that's in 2010. <laughs> and uh, so I formed this organization called Act for Them, Action for People Democracy, to campaign from Europe and at the same time, uh, been uh, lately we've been openly uh, questions the integrities and the, the uh, and call for investigations of the criminals of the 
uh, of the king, like criminal conducts of the Thai king in Germany and in Europe. And that is uh, kind of like of the work that no one ever done that before. So it's been uh, for two years now. And because of that work, yeah, it made me in kind of like a spotlight and under a lot of threatenings. Uh, and people said, oh, you, you will be assassinated as soon as you step your foot into Thailand, those kind of things. Uh, so, so yes, uh, as a political prisoners, as a former uh, trade union organizers and human rights activists, uh, now in Europe, I still working to also combating uh, human trafficking of the ties to Europe as well as also try to find a way to open up of the legal procedures that the crimes conducted by the king of Thailand can be prosecuted under any of the European uh, law and European courts. Well, let's talk about the king uh, because obviously there is still some work to do to hold the king uh, to account for his crimes. But tell me, what is his attitude towards this election result? Because I can't imagine he's feeling very comfortable at the moment. What we all guess, uh, what we all know that he definitely really uh, unpleased and people said he's really foolish. So far, the election result come out seen on the 14th of May, there is no message of the king as his position in the head of the state in the democratic norms, head of the state of any country would already send a message to the political parties that win the election to congratulate them. Uh, uh, but the king of Thailand haven't said anything or have no size of any kind of movements yeah, to welcome or to congratulate on of the news uh, parties uh, or the MPs uh, who win the elections. Um, the swing of the positions of the poor Thai parties is something that we are now looking at. That might be the indication of how the king tried to influence the formations of the government. He definitely try to break the relationship of the coalition's party and maybe uh, choose a poor Thai party, which is, until now, Thaksin Chinawat still wow that he is loyal to the king and he tried to remove any conditions in the member of uh, of uh, agreements uh, or any kind of commitment that coalition party have to support the law uh, amendment of this less majesty law. So yeah, the, there is still uncertainty in whether the move forward parties will succeed in forming of the political uh, of the government if uh, the king uh, his influence uh, with the poor Thai parties uh, leaders, actually with the Thaksin Chinawat government, is succeeds. Uh, we will see the the leader of the government will be from poor Thai party and move forward party will be kind of like the leader of opposition. The situation is not so sure now, you know, and we still keep watch, you know, what is the movement of the king. And there are a lot of uh, discussions that the Junta Bayut, who has been uh, in power from 2014 military coup and forced uh, the type uh, people to accept him as prime minister until now, who still haven't said much, you know, uh, what will he do? He won't be uh, set out, you know, peacefully for sure. 
So there is kind of like a cautious as well that will armies, will the military generals will do something to stop uh, the coalitions of the move forward party in the name of protect the king again or not? So far, uh, we haven't seen a clear indication yet, but that is uh, in how to say that the Thai people are still cautious that we are, and we don't trust that the armies and the generals, uh, the loyalists and the, who are allied to the palace will not act anything, you know, to stop the move forward uh, party landing the government. Yeah. So, so there's still uh, a tough road for the move forward parties, even though they win by a huge majority. They win 14 million uh, vote, you know, and they win about 37% of the party's uh, vote uh, is a huge winnings, but we're still not sure that they will be able to allow, they will be allowed to form a government peacefully without a hiccup or without a, uh, an attempt from the palace, from the army generals uh, to stop them from forming the government. Well, Lek, um, thank you so, so much for your time. Thank you for helping us with the analysis of the Thai elections, even though there is still a road to go and it is not a um, definite peaceful transition to the Move Forward Party. Are you hopeful about Thailand's future following this election result? I, hopeful, I feel hopeful that uh, what it changed in Thailand is not just that uh, the Move Forward Party can win the elections, you know, but the young generation, now Thailand have a big group of the young generations. We see the awakening, we can, we say, eye openings of the citizens of Thailand from, from like a few years on until like, you know, from primary school to secondary school to university, uh, come on the street and act and share comments, you know, about the political situation. So if anything that feels hopeful is not about the uh, move forward party can form a government or not, it's that Thailand is changed. And what is changed is that the consciousness of the younger generations in Thailand, you know, they are understanding of the political situation. They understanding that the Thai monarchy had, had been a block for the development of the country for so long. And they also share their opinions and they also influence their parents you know, the 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 because young generation are kind of like the more uh, educated from their parents' generation. So they are, we see that, and that is something that even the monarchies and general who are over seventy year old now, their gangs, they could never win. And people said, no problem. If move forward party cannot form the government now, we can wait another four years, you know, because we are going to be stronger. We are going to be larger in number. But the dinosaur gangs, they call the dinosaur, you know, the, the generals and the, the palace people, they would die out for, at a, you know, in no time. So they said the winning are on the side of the people, not on the side of the elite uh, conservative uh, or loyalists and the palace and the generals. Well, Lek, thank you again so much for your time. Was there anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I think so. I'm very hopeful that Thailand will join Indone Indonesia, you know, like uh, Malaysia, you know, um, 
to strengthening the democratic uh, positions of the ASEAN. And without Thailand, the we cannot see the uh, real democracy in the whole Indochina country. And if Thailand can can get back into the road of democracies, we can see the hope that ASEAN will also go to get rid of the dictators and you know enjoy the road of democracy. And that will guarantee for the uh, well-being of 300 million people in the ASEAN. Yeah, I look at Thailand and look at the ASEAN and I hopeful for that and been waiting for Thailand to check out the army generals for I think like two, uh, two decades now and I'm very hopeful for that. That was Junya Lekimprasset, a Thai activist currently living in exile in Finland and the founder of Action for Democracy on Thailand. We were discussing the election results in Thailand that were held on Sunday the 14th of May. And that's all we've got time for on today's program. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. Music for Accent of Women was written and produced by George Kunjeri. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.